welcome to the Being a Whole Person podcast. I'm Rebecca Haas, a pianist, composer, and creative wellness coach, and my job is to help you self-compassionately grow your creative practice from a supportive foundation of wellness. This podcast features honest conversations, resources, inspiration, and tangible tips to help you cultivate more balance and ease in your work and life, follow through on your goals without constant hustle, and also feel like a whole person in the process. I'm so glad you're here. Hello everyone, it's time for another Being a Whole Person mini episode. A quick reminder that Rise Above the Overwhelm sessions are sliding scale for the rest of January, meaning that you just have to complete the booking by the end of January. You can do the appointment at a date in the future. But Rise Above the Overwhelm is a 75-minute one-time creative coaching session, and with it you get one week of email or Voxer support following, and a bunch of notes from me with your personalized resources and action plan. So these appointments are great for plotting out the course of a project. If you are a very self-directed person and you just want someone to help you sort through your thoughts and chart the path ahead, it's awesome for that. And it's also great for just working through something that you're stuck on so that you can get that insight and know how to move forward. So those are from 110 to 220 for the rest of January. And the link is in the show notes. Let me know if you have any questions about it. So this week, I finally went back to doing my Magic Monday ritual. This is one of my most important and most inspiring things that I do for my creativity. And I talked about it at length in episode 32, if you want to go back and hear more about what Magic Monday is. But basically, it came out of me needing some more expansive time in my schedule and also just on a practical level, needing to force myself not to work literally all day on Mondays when I have an evening rehearsal. So what I do on Magic Monday is I go for some kind of adventure in the morning. And usually it's something outdoorsy, some kind of a hike or a park or a garden that I want to explore. And it really just makes me feel great. So this week, I did my first Magic Monday of 2022. I hadn't been doing them partly because I haven't had that evening rehearsal until recently. And last week, I literally didn't have time because I was trying to prioritize having a more relaxing weekend. And that meant that more things got pushed to Monday, which is fine. But this week, I was excited to get back to it. And I visited the Blake Garden, which is in Kensington, not far from where I live in Berkeley for you Bay Area folks. And it's owned by UC Berkeley. And it's this beautiful space with like a neatly designed garden and a bunch of trails that kind of go around it. Some of them through redwoods and other woodsy stuff. Lots of different plants that are nicely identified with signs if you want to learn about things. It's a real gem of a spot tucked into the hills and I'm so glad that I went there. It really made me remember why I do Magic Monday. It's easy to convince myself that I don't have time for it because there's always more things to do, right? You can always convince yourself that, oh, this will be really good for me, but I really shouldn't do that. And we also sometimes bias ourselves against things that are pleasurable because it feels like work has to be hard and doing something pleasurable can't also be productive, which is not true. This little adventure made me feel more curious and excited to explore that really expansive feeling that just feels like my best self. 
it made me really inspired to come back and work and do creative things. Sometimes on Magic Mondays, I bring my journal and end up journaling in a beautiful park or garden. I didn't end up pulling it out this time because there was nothing pressing that I felt like I had to write down, but I felt the potential. It was kind of a strenuous walk after I went to this garden because there was another park nearby that I decided I needed to walk a little more. So I walked to the park and I was cursing my decision like a quarter of the way there because I found out that these neighborhood roads I had to walk down were so steep and I was just feeling kind of tired and thinking, oh, okay, so I made it to the top of this hill and then I have to walk down again to get to the park, which means I have to walk all the way back up again. And I'm really glad I did, but on the way up, it seemed kind of difficult. My health app later told me that I had walked 45 flights of stairs. So there you go. That's why I was tired. But I was really glad that I went, even though this park was kind of underwhelming. I saw this great like gnome garden, I mean not garden, like a display of little gnome figurines and minions and all these things in front of somebody's house that was like clearly put together with care and lots of creativity. I found that inspiring, even though that walk was not the most interesting thing. And then on the way back, I stopped at a store with a really great selection of chocolate, including some really dark chocolate bars, which is what I like. And it just felt like things were possible, which is a feeling that's been kind of hard to come by for me so far in January and, you know, at various times throughout this pandemic. We don't know how exciting these mini adventures will be before we take them, but the possibility is what makes it exciting, right? It's sort of like a more analog and probably healthier version of each time we open an app, hoping for that dopamine burst of a new thing. And... Even if it's not as exciting as we think it will, we keep coming back for more. So it's great if you can channel that impulse to something a little bigger and a little maybe less screen-filled. No shame, of course. But my point in sharing this with you really is that even if you have a practice that is a really great habit that you have rooted and ingrained, it can still go off track and need to be restarted again. And that's okay. It might take some experimentation to figure out how it fits into your life again, but you get to start again as many times as you need to. Having a steady habit is great, but it doesn't mean certain doom if you stop for a bit. You might lose some momentum, but sometimes I think about this stuff as all or nothing. And once I've stopped, it's like, oh, I can't start again. I broke the habit, but you can start again. You can convince yourself that not doing something daily or weekly or on a regular basis makes it not worthwhile, but that might not be true. Maybe it's great that you just do this once in a while. Or restarting could be the seed of a new habit that is really replenishing and nurturing for you. Either way, you can trust that your best self knows what is right to do. So do you have a habit like this? Do you have some kind of ritual or practice that you kind of save for a special occasion and maybe you want to come back to it, let me know. I'd love to hear about it. You can always email me at hello at rebeccahaas.com or find me on Instagram at Rebecca underscore Haas. I love hearing from you in whatever medium. So I hope you have a great week and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to Being a Whole Person. 
The music you're hearing right now was written and performed by me, supported by Tim O'Keefe on percussion. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you shared with a friend, subscribed, or left a rating and review, which will help more people find the show. You can find show notes at coachingforcreativewellness.com slash podcast. See you next time and be kind to yourself.